Welcome to track number five, and of ye shall come past the city. I need to know your power. Fill me now with more of you. I want to see your glory. I want to know your ways. So would you please come and fill this place? I need fresh oil from you. Rain down refreshing anew from above. I need your presence today. Please come and show me the way. Shower down your rain upon me. Make me more and more like Jesus Christ. your way in me so that the world may see that you are the porter I am just the clay so mold me and shape me completely into what you want me to be and I'll be changed from glory into glory cause I Refreshing anew from above. I need your presence today. Please come and show me the way. Shower down your rain upon me. Make me more and more like Jesus. I need fresh oil from you. Undo from above. I need your presence today. Please come and show me the way. Shower down your rain upon me. Make me more and more and more like Jesus. I need you to shower down. Your rain upon me, make me more and more like Jesus. I need you to shower down your rain upon me, make me more and more like you, Jesus. Your voice that 
That's what it's all about Lord, only you, only you My sweet reward and my salvation It's all about you, Lord Just focusing on you It's all about you, Lord Being close enough to Feel the beating of your heart And know the sound of your voice Whoa, whoa what it's all about It's all about you It's all about you There's no one else, there's no one else but you, yeah, it's all about you, Lord, all about you, it's all about you, Lord, all about you. I'll follow hard after thee 
of the things of God. I'm gonna do all the things that I have to do. I'm gonna copy all the things, all the things I have to copy. I'll listen to the messages I have to listen to. I'm gonna learn all the things, all the things I have to learn. I'm gonna pray for all those hours that I have to pray. I'm gonna fast for all those days that I have to fast. I am gonna follow hard because I'm a heart. My soul followeth hard after thee. Thy right hand upholdeth me. Oh, oh God, thou art my God. Yes, and my soul thirsteth after thee in a dry land. Thirsty land. upon you, Lord, till I hear from you. I'm gonna follow your servants, those who follow after you. I'm gonna follow the man you call me to serve. I'll honor the man of God who teaches me the word. I am gonna serve the man you called me to serve, yeah. Catch the anointing that is upon them. Remember the good they have done for me. I am gonna follow hard, cause I'm a hard follower. My soul followeth hard after thee. Thy right hand upholdeth me, yeah. Oh God, Thou art my God. Oh, my soul thirsteth for Thee in a dry land, a thirsty land where there is no water. I'll follow hard after thee. I'll follow hard after thee. I will be a shepherd to those who need a shepherd. I will follow up those who I must follow up. I am gonna visit those who are waiting for my visit. I am gonna seek for those, those who need the Lord. I am gonna find the lost and dying sheep. I'm gonna join the army, the army of the Lord. Oh, I'm gonna join the army. Of hard followers, I am gonna follow hard because I'm a hard follower. My soul longeth after thee, and thy right hand upholdeth me. Oh, 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 oh God, thou art my God, and my soul. Land where there is no 
guess I will. Hallelujah. Wow. Are you excited to be here? Wonderful. It's a good word. <laughs> wow. What a blessing. Let us pray. Father, thanks a million for this opportunity. Guide us by your mighty spirit into the encounter that you have for us. We give you thanks and we give you praise in Jesus' name. Amen. You may be seated. Wow. Now, I hope you are enjoying our new Congress Hall. The tear of a hall, isn't it? <laughs> Wonderful. Well, this is the first time I'm also privileged to be here to preach. Amen. So it's working. Now, our theme for our camp is and you shall compass the city. So turn with me to Joshua chapter 6. Now Jericho was straightly shut up because of the children of Israel. None went out and none came in. And the Lord said unto Joshua, See that I have given into thine hand Jericho. Underline that in your Bible. See, I have given into your hand Jericho. All right? And the king thereof, and the mighty men of valor. And you shall compass the city, all ye men of war, and go round about the city once. Thou shalt do six days, thus shalt thou do. And seven priests shall bear before the ark seven trumpets of ram's horns. And the seventh day ye shall compass the city seven times. And the priests shall blow with the trumpets. And it shall come to pass that when they make a long blast with the ram's horn. And when ye hear the sound of the trumpet. All the people shall shout with a great shout. And the wall of the city shall fall down flat. All right, and the people shall ascend every man straight before him. Amen. Amen. And Joshua the son of Nun called the priests and said unto them, Take up the ark of the covenant and let seven priests bear seven trumpets of ram's horns before the ark of the Lord. Okay, now, and he said unto the people, Pass on. And compass the city. Alright. And let him that is armed pass on. Before the ark of the Lord. Alright. Now. It came to pass when Joshua had spoken to the people. That the seven priests bearing the seven trumpets of ram's horns. Passed on before the Lord. And blew with the trumpets. And the ark of the covenant of the Lord followed them. And the armed men went before the priest that blew with the trumpets. And the rare reward came after the ark, the priest going on and blowing with the trumpets. And Joshua had commanded the people, you shall not shout nor make any noise with your voice. Neither shall any word proceed out of your mouth until the day I bid you shout. Then shall you shout. So the ark of the Lord compassed the city going about it once. And they came into the camp and lodged in the camp. And Joshua rose early in the morning, verse 12, and the priest took up the ark of the Lord, and seven priests bearing seven trumpets of ram's horns before the ark of the Lord went on continually 
and blew with the trumpets and the armed men went before them. But the rare reward came after the ark of the Lord, the priest going on and blowing with the trumpets. Verse 14. And the second day they compassed the city once and returned into the camp. So they did six days. And it came to pass on the seventh day that they rose early about the dawning of the day and compassed the city after the same manner seven times. Only on that day they compassed the city seven times. Now it came to pass on the seventh time, all right, they compassed the city seven times. All right. And it came to pass on the seventh time when the priest blew with the trumpet, Joshua said unto the people, Shout, for the Lord has given you the city. And the city shall be accursed, even it and all that are there into the Lord. Only Rahab the harlot shall live. She and all that are with her in the house, because she hid the messengers that we sent. And ye in any wise keep yourself from the accursed thing, lest ye make yourself accursed, when ye take of the accursed thing and make the camp of Israel a curse and trouble it. But all the silver and gold and vessels of brass and iron are consecrated unto the Lord, and they shall come into the treasury of the Lord. So the people shouted when the priest blew with the trumpets, and it came to pass when the people heard the sound of the trumpet, and the people shouted with a great shout that the wall fell down flat, so that the people went up into the city, every man straight before him, and they took the city. And they utterly destroyed all that was in the city, both man and woman, young and old, all right, oxen, sheep, all right, and ass with the edge of the sword. But Joshua had said unto the two men that had spied out the country, go into the harlot's house and bring out thence the woman and all that she had as he swore unto her. And the young men that were spies went in and brought out Rahab and her father and her mother and her brethren and all that she had. And they brought out all her kindred and left them without the camp of Israel. And they burnt the city with fire and all that was therein. Only the silver and the gold and the vessels of brass they brought to the treasury of the Lord's house. And Joshua saved Rahab the harlot alive and her father's household and all that she had. And she dwelleth in Israel even unto this day because she hid the messengers which Joshua sent to spy out Jericho. And Joshua adjured them at the time saying, Cursed be the man before the Lord that riseth up and buildeth this city Jericho. He shall lay the foundation thereof in his firstborn, and in his youngest son shall he set up the gates of it. So the Lord was with Joshua, and his fame was noised throughout all the country. All right. The ranks have taken over the country. It's exactly what happened in Joshua's day. He was sent by the Lord to take the city Jericho. And I believe that we as a Kodesh family church. Originating from the Kodesh. And forming many other Kodesh family churches. Are commissioned starting from now. To surround the city of Accra. And take over the city for Jesus. Amen. Amen. You shall compass the city. We, we, are, we are here to surround the city of Accra. Totally. From Kaswa to Tema. And all around. You shall compass the city. Compass is an old word which means surround. Surround. You surround the city completely. And take over the city. Everything in it is belonging to the Lord's plan. If you must die, you die. If you must live, you live according to the plan of God. And the wishes of the Lord. Amen. Amen. Is it a good vision? Yes. So, you may sit down. You may sit down. So... We are here as a Kodesh churches, family churches, to understand the vision 
to surround the city of Accra with QFC churches. Hallelujah. Amen. Forget about Lighthouse, Mega Church, First Love. Those are not your concern. They also have what they are doing. But we here are to compass the city and take over the whole city and color it with our colors. Is it a good policy? Yeah. And it's a good vision for us. All right. Accra is one of the important capital cities in Africa. Most people prefer Accra to Johannesburg as a destination and a location. It's a safer place and um, it's it's a more it's different. You may not respect Accra or Ghana because you are from here. Everybody complains about his country. Do you understand? But you may not know that it's a very great place, especially relative to other places in our range. Our neighbors. If you go to Liberia, you will see that Accra is very great. All over. It's, it's a great place. And not only is it great, but it's getting bigger because of the lack of jobs and all the same problems that make people move to cities. Right? Um, Accra has the same uh, Conditions which leads to a city becoming big, vast, widespread with different types of people all over, rich, poor, good, bad, and ugly. (laughs) All right? Now, whenever you have a big established church, right, the church tends to stray into uh, a vision for prosperity, more prosperity, because rich people want more money. You know, yesterday I was watching the television, there was a, a, a girl who was being interviewed, I don't know where she came from. But she was now, she has been a prostitute. She said now she has learned patience. That she must have patience and wait for a man to take you as his wife. That is what she has learned. And then... No, no, listen. It's a, it's a, it's a, it was a quite a sad testimony. Then she said that now, she said at first she didn't listen to her mother at all. She didn't listen to her mother. She didn't follow what her mother told her and so on. But now, she only has a vision. She wants to do what her mother did. And so her life's vision now is to sell yams. That is all that she wants. She wants to sell Yams. Is it yam or yams? <laughs> Both are true. Yes. That is all. Huh? Yes. Yam? To sell yam or yams. Depend on, on your education. You, you, you choose yam or yams. So as she was being interviewed, she said this is her vision. Is to sell yam. compare such a person with you. Your vision is to have houses, go to London, business, thousands, millions, 
you know? See, if there was anyone here whose dream is to sell yams, your life dream. And she said, my mother sold yam and I want to be a yam seller. Wow. So you see that poor people even don't have such a great dream to get more money. It's people who have reached a certain level who now want more. The greatest thieves are rich people. Yes. Yes. That's it. So, money becomes the desire, the focus, the interest, the reason, the prayer topic of people who prosper a little. And for the QFCs, based in Sakumono, Spintex, Kaneshi, and Airport, and uh, Botiano, near West Hills Mall. West Hills. Asamwajan stays there. One of our Ghanaian millionaires. He stays near. The last time I was going to the Kadash, I passed in front of his house. Asamwajan's house. Yes. You know, it, it is important to fix your vision properly because they master key to poverty is to desire riches. Yes. The master key. Those who want to be rich are those who don't become rich. It's a very dangerous vision to have. So rather, I have come here to give you, because you see, like you may say, to do well in life, you need to have, let's say, a good education, good this, good background, good car, good house, good this, good that. And also, you need to have a good vision. So, not only have a good education, but a good vision. The vision you have is one of the important things you have, it's, although it's invisible. It's one of the important things you have as a person, is your vision, like the vision you have. It's not seen. It's not easy to see. But it's one of the things. So, let, let's say when I look at courage, stand up. His, his background, his um, education, his uh, early school, you know, his vision also, his current level, his connections. You know, they are all invisible things about a person. Not easy to know his background. He told us his father was a fetish priest. Is your father was a fetish? A secret man, but was doing. He was a, a, not a fetish priest, but he was early like morning. early morning juju early morning. every morning. Talking to spirits. Yes. It's a fetish practitioner. Practitioner. <laughs> A lay juju man. <laughs> Come this way. Yes. So, one of the things you, you, you see is that they, they are all invisible about him. That he's educated in the University of Ghana Medical School, which is the best medical school, or was the best. You can't see it. That he's been to university for seven years. You can't see. That his father was a practitioner. A fetish lady, lady practitioner. What school, secondary school did you go to? GST. Ghana Secondary Technical School. GS. Come this way. GST. Yes. Ghana Secondary Technical School in Takradi. That he went to GSTS. Can't see. Primary school. We also wrote primary school. <laughs> we also wrote primary school. And nursery, did you go to nursery? I'm sure. <laughs> there was a nursery school. Um, I can't remember the name, but I went to a nursery school. Yes. He went to a nursery school. That also can't see. 
all these can't see things affect his life. Yes. And one of the can't see things is, the, is a person's vision that is moving with the person. Yes. It's one of the I can't see things. So it's important to have a good vision in this life. It affects everything. You, 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 you wouldn't really know the extent to which it affects your, your life till people at the end of their lives start saying, sorry, I've wasted my time. I was wrong. This is what I wanted. This is what I wanted. It wasn't the best. I didn't even find it. It's a song that people sing all the time. Do you see? So instead of having the wrong vision for your life, I am sharing with you what to have the right vision, which, which rather causes you to prosper. Yes. It's very important. Even for a pastor, pastors you think his vision is to win souls. Not true. Many pastors don't have any vision to win any soul. They have no soul winning vision at all. It's not, it's not one of the it's not one of the important things to them. So in this camp meeting, our uh, first step is to switch the vision. Do you see? So that the vision is good, it's correct. Once it's correct, it's a major section of your life or a major sector of your life is correct. Then we can work on, let's say, education, your connections, your spiritual life, your marriage, and maybe a lot of other things we can work on. But this sector must be correct. It affects you whether you accept it or you think so or not. It affects you. So turn with me to Matthew 6. Matthew 6. And um, I want to show you something that Jesus said. Now, verse 27. Which of you, by taking thought, can add one cubit unto his stature? In other words, a lot of things cannot change by your thinking and your striving. All right? Verse 28. Why take ye thought for raiment? Consider the lilies of the field How they grow, they toil not, neither do they spin. Yet I say unto you that even Solomon, who is the one holding the Guinness Book of Records for the richest man in the world, in all his glory was not arrayed like one of these. Wherefore, If God so clothed the grass of the field, which today is, can you take off the reverb or whatever it is that is on? Have you switched on something, reverb? Okay. If God so clothed the grass of the field, which today is and tomorrow is cast into the sea, to the oven, shall he not much more clothe you, O ye of little faith? Now, therefore, take no thought saying, what shall we eat? What shall we drink? Or wherewith shall we be clothed? Okay? And then you skip verse 32 because it's in brackets. Verse 32 is in brackets. Have you noticed that verse 32 is in brackets? Or the first part of verse 32. It says, for your father knows that you have need of these things. But seek ye first... The kingdom of God and his righteousness and all these things shall be added unto you. Now, most people don't realize that Matthew 6.33 does not work for anybody 
without Matthew 6.31. 33 works with 31. You see? Because 31 says, don't take any thought for what shall we eat. Now, you see, when you read this, you tend to skip over and quickly go to Matthew 7. Because it doesn't seem to make sense. It's like almost telling somebody to be irresponsible. Don't think about what you eat. Don't think about what you drink. Don't worry about this, anything, this world. Don't even think about anything, this world. Just go to church. <laughs> That's why people skip Matthew 6, 32 and just jump to chapter 7 and start reading other things and teaching them. This one seems to be teaching irresponsibility. <laughs> Neglect of families. Neglect of your social responsibility and your family responsibility. But what he's saying is that don't take thought of what you shall eat, what you shall drink, wherewith shall be clothed. Huh? But, verse 33, seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness. And all these things shall be added, which means God knows you need them. So he has a plan that what you shall eat, what you shall drink, what you shall wear, the school fees you shall pay. He knows that you need them and he plans to add them to your life. Hallelujah. He plans to add them to your life. He plans to add them to your life. But you cannot seek first. And again, there are some key words here. First. You see, if it is not the main thing, it will never be the right thing. First is the position that it has in your life. First. Seek first. Don't think about what you eat, what you drink, what you do, and seek the kingdom of God first. All these things shall be added. It's the master key to all things being added to your life. Today, I don't think about, I don't, I don't, I don't know what I need. I, sometimes I'm happy when I need something. Most of the time I'm happy when I need If something, I have get spots. Ah, something to buy. I don't have anything to buy. If I even want to buy, somebody is buying it for me. Yes. Somebody is buying it for me. Yes. So, God being first, most of us will tell the truth that he is not really first. Is it, we also have to tell the truth. Because <laughs> you say, but I've put him first. You put him first in a sense. But he's not so first. And you can see in many, for instance, if you are doing fundraising or sometimes you're asking people to get money and so on, you may find out that many people don't have money or say they don't have money. But later on, you find out that he has money for this, for that. You see them doing all sorts of things that need a lot of money. Yes. You see them doing things that need money. So God being the first in your life is different from being full-time in ministry. It's very different from being full-time in the ministry. You can be in full-time ministry and God is not first. I can show you plenty of people that they are in full-time ministry. God is not first with evidence. So being in full-time ministry is not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about God becoming the number one reason for your living, including your prosperity. Yes. Most, most, most people, you see, most people's aim is not, I want God's work to work. I want the church to work. That's not most people's aim. I really want the church to work. Is it, your, is it your aim? When you wake, I really want the church to grow. I mean, let's be honest. You see, as I'm preaching, most of you are saying, eh, but we are also seeking the kingdom. We are seeking. When you wake up, 
God's house, God's people, God's church is not your main number one interest. It's not. Your personal life is your main interest. And God should appear on Sunday if he can. Maybe on Tuesday if he can have opportunity, we can have some God. If an evening can appear, why not? I've seen God first. I'll be there on Tuesday evening. I'm available to God on Wednesday evenings. Why not? All my life, since I discovered this secret, which I was ashamed of. You know, it's one of the greatest secrets of my life. Is this Matthew 6.33. But I was ashamed of it because it doesn't sound powerful. It sounds too scripture union type of something you teach to Bible, Bible uh, Christian, Christian beginners. Good news club. Seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness. And it's one of the first scriptures I knew uh, in the scripture union. Sunday school. Yeah. But I've always felt, and if you listen to some more better, they'll say that the secret for prosperity in our church is seek ye first the kingdom of God. If you, those of you who listen to messages, you hear. But I was sort of ashamed of it till one day I was listening to Bishop Oyedepo, Winners Chapel, and I heard him saying that the master secret for his life is Matthew 6.33. Yes. I was, I was shocked. I said, such a great ministry, so powerful. Matthew 6.33. Then why have I been ashamed of Matthew 6.33? And I realized that I've been ashamed of something very powerful. Very great. Very superior to every other principle and law. God first. The first thing of your life. I'm not surprised that uh, Prophet Kakra is a prosperous man of God today. I'm not surprised. I'm not surprised. Because, because, because he's, he's, one, of the, he's one of the people, not, not is he in an era where maybe people are doing it. Not in an era where people are doing it. But in an era when it was not so common. I'm talking about, I'm talking about 1993. When he finished school, he said he wanted to be in full-time ministry only after becoming an architect. He wanted to be in full-time ministry from now. Now, I had to restrain him and say, no. Why do you want to be in full-time ministry now? Go back. Go and work a little. Do something. You can't, we cannot employ you now. And he went and bought a photocopier machine to do photocopies as a business to keep him alive until the day that he can be in full time. I am not surprised because God's kingdom and the, the work of God was the first thing for his life to start his life. It was not the second say that if I go along the row here I can't say that for everybody here. This uh, one, that was not the first thing. The first thing was masters, this professor of uh, telecommunication. I can't say that about this one. He's been doing his business for years, trying to do whatever. I can't say that about this one. He's been doing whatever. What I'm saying is that it's not so common to have somebody saying the first thing. You see, the first is very important in this whole equation. It's the first and the main thing. Not that common. Not that common. Because, you see, there is a way in which it seems to go against your personal prosperity. Like, if you take that, it's like you are doomed. Now, this one there, you are condemned. Like, you are really condemned. You won't have so many things in this life. Yes. And for me, when I took that step 
And even today, when I wake up, I just want the church Hallelujah. to work. I want, I, I don't want, like, I, I need something. I want to have this. I want to have this, uh, whatever. No. No. It's, it's, it's only the church and God's work. Souls, win souls, who have to write the book, whatever it is that has to advance the game, whatever is the main thing on my heart and on my mind. And looking after the people that God has given me to look after in the church. This campus is not for me, it doesn't belong to me, it doesn't belong even to my family or my children or nothing like that here. Which church belongs to? We have so many, how can I own them? What will I even do with a church if I own a church? Yes. <laughs> oh, you've not thought about it. If you own a church, what are, what are you going to do with it? Making God the first in your life is the master secret to having things added unto you. Added, added, added. And people will always be jealous of you. And people will always be wondering. Come, this guy. Is he getting so far? He's having this, having that. He shouldn't have this. Why is he sitting here? Over here is only meant for those of us who are doing certain things. Now, Matthew 6:33 works with 31. Take no thought. What I will eat, what I will drink, what I will wear. It goes with it. If you can have that in your heart, I, and I don't mean, I'm not talking about giving an offering or paying tithes. Tithe paying is also one of the things, you see. Not so many people pay tithes, like the first and the best. And I'm not talking about giving a big offering. Those things are not, that's not what I'm saying. I'm saying God's kingdom his church, his people is the number one thing on your heart. And then you are second. Your interests are second. That's, that's big. It's a major shift in your heart. And just as your education, which is invisible, is important. Your background, which is invisible, is important. Your bank balance, which is invisible, is important. Your, your connections, which is invisible, is important. Your vision for this life and what is first in your it's, it's very, very important for your whole life. It's one of the invisible aspects of you. But I, I cannot know of anything more important for you. And you can live a thousand years, you'll find out that the Bible is true. You can live one thousand years you will only come to find out that the word of God, it is true. You go up, you come down. You go up, you come down. You go up, you come down. You see that? The thing is happening. It's happening practically. Everything is true. Yes. So I am, first of all, addressing your heart. Thank you. Address it. Yes. Thank you. Trying to capture your heart for God Amen. and his interests. To be a servant of God is to serve the interests of God, not to serve your own interests wow. or the interests of your family. To be a servant of God is to serve the interests and the things that concern God, his interests. What are the interests of God? What does God concern himself with? What is he interested in? To be a servant of God is to serve God's interests. Is to seek first. I mean, think of a servant. I mean, which person who even works for me thinks about himself when they are working for me? They are, they are concerned about what concerns me. What am I doing? What do I want? What is of interest to me now? Not what your little interest is. They are all concerned about what is my interest. Those are my servants. And that's what I can say is a servant. If the servant cooks for me, he's concerned about my interest with what I eat. Maybe he eats crabs with what I don't eat crabs. I don't eat these crabs. I don't know how to chew them. And I don't eat them. I don't know how to eat them. 
listening? He's not there to serve his interests. And if I am eating bread and meat, and he has never eaten bread and meat, but says, I need rice. (laughs) I must have rice. I must have rice. You can't go and find rice. Because at this time, we are not cooking rice. This man eats only bread. There are many places they eat only bread. They don't eat rice, this, 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 that. It's bread. You can't come and start your own diet. When we come to the kitchen, it's like you are making your own things there. Then, then it shows that you are not serving the interests of the master who hired you to be his servant. You are serving your own interests. So you need to become a servant of God in the QFC. And in, Q, in the Q family, we are here with an, a vision. And the vision is this kingdom of God, you shall compass the city. You shall compass the city. Yes, you shall compass the city. You cover and surround the whole city. Do you believe we can do it? Surround the city with what? Surround the city with churches. And when I say churches, you see the QFC, when I look at the QFC, you have, you know, beautiful church. The Kadesh and the Kadesh are almost complete. They just, the, the, next two, the next couple of steps bring it quickly to its ending as projects. Yes, the next couple of steps, they are the steps that are, when they happen, they go quick. Yeah, there are different types of stages. But if you think we have any impact in Accra, you are deceived. You are very, very deceived. You don't know. You know, one night I was going to preach in Ashaiman, and I was at, uh, where was I coming from? I think maybe I was coming from church. We drove for about one hour, 45 minutes from First Lap Church building to Ashaiman. And we saw no church. I couldn't see any lighthouse church. And you can imagine. Yes, because we went through... um, I don't know what it's called, Sakumono. Your area, what is it? Is it Lashibi, yes. We passed through there. So from that place to Asaiman took us about, took over one hour. So we were driving for about one hour, 45 minutes. We didn't see any church. We didn't see any church. When I was going to, uh, I was coming for a camp here. One time I was passing through another road. I told some people that was here that count lighthouse signboards that you see. The first signboard they saw was Kitase. From down we were at Achimota coming. I said count in the car. So even though we may be a big church and we may have more than others have, you see, Delusions come from blindness. Delusions come from blindness. Are you with me? Yes. Second Peter chapter one. 
whereby are given unto us great and precious promises. Verse 4. That by these ye might be partakers of the divine nature having escaped the corruption that is in the world through lust. All right? Now, besides this, giving all diligence, add to your faith virtue. To your virtue, add some more knowledge. And to your knowledge, be temperance. And to your temperance, patience. And to patience, godliness. To godliness, brotherly kindness. To brotherly kindness, charity. Verse 8. One of my favorite verses in the whole Bible. If these things be in you and abound, they make you that you shall neither be barren nor unfruitful in the knowledge of our Lord Jesus Christ. You see, in the knowledge of Jesus Christ or in being the Q family, you can be barren or unfruitful in that. Easily. Easily. Now, established churches are supposed to bring forth established churches. I'm saying all these things at the very beginning so that you don't have any confusion of what we are trying to do. Look, the Kodesh family, unlike in the past, where we start churches in classrooms and so on, being an established church with quality buildings, we are the ones who are going to put buildings in the city uh, and cover the city with OPCs. You know OPC. One plot church. Yes. Everywhere. You see, and we are, we are, we are such that we have the financial power to do it if we, if we are, if, if that is our aim. If our aim is to seek the kingdom of God first, we can. Yeah. All of them, they will be here, 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 here. You know, I want you to believe it because all those who don't believe will not see it. But if you believe, you will live to see and you, you one day be driving and say that this thing, it was saying it as if they were saying something that was not whatever, but it has happened practically. You shall compass the city. You shall compass the you surround you surround the whole city of Akka. You surround the whole place. You see, and if this is your passion and your vision, no one should be jealous when you become the richest man in Ghana. Yes. I'm telling you. Yes. It's true. <laughs> 633. Hey. It's not a time, it's a verse. <laughs> 6.33 is all the time is the best everywhere you shall come past the city you shall surround the whole city OPCs is a new vision that has come one by one, one by one. you know I think that uh, we shouldn't even waste time in, as we are doing our branches, yeah. it's like one, one building by one building. That's it. That's it. One branch, one building. When you say, could that's what I'm saying, say yes, we are a sort of elite. Yes. So it's like, that is why we, these classrooms and so on, we thank God for it, but it's like by the grace of God, through the vision of OPCs and other things, I mean. You know, in everything God gives you, you can be barren in it. Or you can be fruitful in that. If God gives you education, you can be barren in it. So, so I am educated. So it, it is my duty to write. That's right. In being an educated person, it, it is my duty. Certain things people cannot articulate or list. 
or explain or describe or write the points out. It's my duty to be fruitful in, in the thing God has made me, the grace that God has given to me. So, if these things are in you and abound, you will never be barren, like useless or fruitless as far as all that God has given us. If you Google largest church building, largest this, this, whatever, you'll find Kodesh and so on will be coming up. Yes. And soon they are not going to know where to look. 